What's good? What's good, y'all? It's your boy, Cav God. Listen, you guys already know it's Witness Wednesday. I'm very excited simply because I really couldn't wait to get home to do this podcast. Um, It was just on my mind since yesterday. And I was like, OK, I got this. I know what I want to do. Um, My question to you guys is, have you ever witnessed a time where you went over and beyond for someone and you got absolutely nothing in return? Like you literally gave it your all for this person. And it can be from talking work related. It could be a relationship. It could be anything along those lines. But I was just thinking, like, have you ever witnessed a time in your life where you was just putting in all the work, all the effort, all your passion, your commitment behind this and you got nothing in return? I'm pretty sure we've all been there. Um, me more common than so, you know, more common than I would like. But and I guess that's just because of that's who I am. Like, once again, like I don't take L's. I learn lessons. And so I'm guessing that's a lesson, you know, for me. No big deal, um, because I I learned to grow, you know, who to deal with. And I learned to grow my values. You know, I'm saying the values I have behind myself, like when I'm working in a job setting or when I'm doing something, you know, for someone like I'm leaving my legacy. I'm leaving, you know, knowing that I put my all into this, knowing that you're going to get 100 percent me, nothing less. And so when I thought about this, I'm like, I know somebody listening to this podcast right now can relate. And so witness, you know, witness Wednesday is going to strictly be about that. And as you guys know, I always share a particular time in my life in which, you know, things like this occur. So what um, what I can say and for all the Briarcliff BCU listeners out there, you know, all the former alums who's been there on campus when I was there, I really want you guys to pay attention and really understand you know what had happened while I was there um and what I was going through so a lot of you guys probably wondering why they call me Cathcott actually Cathcott the name came from some of the football players that would come to the fire pit you know and um order food and of course I was there you know I was always there and so, you know, they just called me that. And I kind of, I, I liked it that it stuck with me. You know what I'm saying? It really fit me because I gave my all for like almost three full years um, working in that cafeteria. Um, I want to go back to when I first started working there. I started working there um, when I was a recruit. You know, when I when I first got on campus, um, my, a friend of mine hooked me up with a job. And um, I was just working, you know, working in the summertime while everybody else was gone. And um, I moved up right away. I think within a month, I was already like um, manager, you know, manager of the cafeteria, but no one was there. So I really didn't have to manage anyone. I was just strictly working. Um, So after working and stuff like that, school started eventually. And I was a full time college student, uh, full time, you know, football player, you know, uh, student athlete. And I was working full time in the cafeteria. I'm talking 40 hours, you know, 40 hours going in there, you know, after practice, you know, working from, you know, sometimes seven or six, you know, to 11, you know, and doing that every day, Monday through Sunday. And I don't think people understood the amount of, you know, um, energy and commitment and passion and all that stuff. It took me to do it. You know, it was times where I was just completely exhausted, but I knew I didn't have the money and I couldn't depend on someone else to take care of me. You know, so that's why I worked. Not only that, working at the cafeteria was a huge blessing um, because as a manager, I was able to, you know, work with different diverse people from different countries, you know, uh, from different states and all that good stuff. And and also puts me in a situation to kind of, you know, learn new manager skills and all that great stuff. So I learned that I enjoyed that part of it. Um, So doing that 
And then now after graduating, when I graduated the cafeteria in 2014, um, I was promoted to assistant food service director. So we talking full time, I'm talking working sometimes 50 to 60 hours a week. I'm talking about coming in at 6 a.m. and not leaving the place till almost noon, Monday to Sunday. I mean, I worked so much, I couldn't tell you if the sun was up or the sun was down. I worked so much that even when I did get an opportunity to go out, I, I didn't have the energy to. You know, I was there, but I really wasn't having a good time. And on top of that, I was also um, a part-time football coach you know, working. It was times where I'll get up on game days and be at the cafeteria at six o'clock in the morning and get get um, football breakfast ready and then go change, you know, in the back room and get ready for a game and then come back from a game and then go back into the cafeteria. So guys, I want you guys to understand the amount of energy it took me and the commitment that it took me to take care of you guys, to make sure you guys have food. And I'm not saying the cafeteria had the best food, but it was times where you guys requested something that I went over and beyond to get for you guys. It's times that I looked into the order menu and ordered things that I wasn't supposed to order. It was times where I was giving out free food when I knew people was hungry and didn't have a meal or people who needed to get a meal from the cafeteria. It was times where I let people into the cafeteria for free. You know, so I guys want you to, I want you guys to understand the commitment I had behind that. I worked over, I remember seeing a paycheck, I worked over 126 hours. I mean, that's uncommon. I mean, literally, like I said, I really wasn't in my right mind. I went over and beyond to satisfy, you know, some of the college kids that I went to school with, you know, some of the college friends that I was really close with, you know, even for some of the professors I looked out for, um, and also still managing the coach, also still having my own place where I stayed and paid rent, but never was really home. You know, um, I dealt with so many issues. Guys, listen to me. I dealt with discrimination, being called the N-word, you know, being, you know, dealing with people that didn't like change, you know, dealing with people that took advantage of me, you know, had me thinking I wasn't who I was. You know, it was it was crazy that, you know, I was listening to some of the stories, you know, from my coworkers that are, of course, way older than I am and from, you know, the Siouxland area and, you know, the hatred they had for for my people and for the college kids too, how they were serving you guys, but really didn't like you guys. And so I got I just want you guys to really understood, like stand how how I was able to kind of push forward in this kind of I was really there for y'all. Like I was really there pleasing y'all, making sure that you guys were able to get what you wanted. And I really kept that place up to float. You know, when the, when the director wasn't there, you know, handling family business, I would let him leave at four o'clock and I'm there, you know, taking care of all the stuff that was that he should be taking care of. Or on the weekend, when he's hanging out with his kids and I'm working, all that good stuff. And, and, and it was strictly because of you guys. And so I just want you guys to understand um, the amount of stuff that I had to deal with and it really wasn't on good terms you know what I mean when I had to leave that place and I really feel bad because I'm like Briarcliff should know you know I didn't even get best student worker when I was there and I worked way longer than any of those kids when I was a full-time student I didn't get any recognition for all the things I've done for that place nothing not even a pat on my back yet alone my college degree I didn't even get that till, till 2018 we're talking last year you know, I couldn't even get a phone call saying, hey, you need an internship just to complete your stuff. I had to track them down and I'm $40,000 in debt. But that don't stop me, though, guys. It don't stop me at all. Actually, it, it's motivating me. There's fire in there because I want to write a book about some of the things that I had to deal with and had to experience because I really put that cafeteria on my back. I really put you guys first. I really enjoy seeing you guys, you know, what I'm saying um, being able to have something decent to eat, something fresh to eat. You know, um, I know a lot of you guys probably think that, you know, that's not a big deal. But listen to me. You guys know Briarcliff Cafeteria wasn't the best. Um, so to tie this back into Witness Wednesday, it really made me come to myself 
when I had enough, when I knew enough was enough, like when you, when I really couldn't give it 110%, when I knew that I was just only giving 90%, 90% went down to 80% that I knew I had to let it go. That's when I came to realize that I wasn't myself. And unfortunately, it ended on bad terms. You know, I told them that I wasn't feeling well and they told me I still had to come to work. Guys, I'm going to tell you right now, for three years straight, I didn't miss a single day of work at the cliff, even when I was sick, even when I wasn't feeling well. I had so happened to get food poisoned and I couldn't make it. And they got completely upset and they were swearing at me and they were disrespecting me. They was calling me all these things. And I went in that office and I let them I let them have it. Not to mention they, quote unquote, terminated me. So I couldn't receive any. I could even receive my last check. You know, so I was struggling. Um, I had to stay with a friend, sometimes sleep in my car, commuting back and forth to Sioux Falls to coach a football team. And they gave me absolutely nothing. I mean, I was literally at rock bottom. I witnessed myself at rock bottom. So a lot of you guys wonder why I'm so strong. A lot of you guys wonder why I stand tall with my head up, because I know what it feels like to be at the bottom. So Witness Wednesday, guys, if you ever witness something in your life where you see yourself being taken advantage of it, step up. You know, it takes time, but step up. You got to question yourself. Remember that partner I was telling you about this one within? Talk to that partner and say, hey, do we deserve this? Should we be dealing with this? Should we just move forward? And I guarantee you, when you put your foot forward and you just walk away from the situation, you'll be better off. But thank you guys so much for tuning in and um, be ready for tomorrow because it's going to be a good one.